Alright guys, welcome back to In The Press Box episode 33, roll the music. All right, today in this episode, we have viewing pick of the week, Wimbledon, Gold Cup, the MLB All-Star Week, and MLS slash NBA Summer League. Then we round it out with statements and predictions, including announcing the winner. My name is Benjamin, and you guys are? Aiden. And Alex. All right, let's get into it. We're going to start off with some Wimbledon. I'll mainly talk. Maybe these guys will answer a couple of questions, but we'll see because I understand not everybody watches a lot of tennis, but Wimbledon is underway with some fantastic storylines through the first few days on the court. So I'm going to talk about what has happened and provide a few live updates as Murray and CeCe Poss are in a five-set thriller as we speak. For those of you who don't know, Andy Murray is a very famous tennis player. CeCe Poss is also very famous. So... We had something really interesting happen this week that has never happened really before in Wimbledon. We had we had one of the longest matches that we've ever seen in Wimbledon in terms of the latest it's gone. So at Wimbledon, they have a special curfew there because it's a very private ground and the players stay there and they have a strict 11 p.m. curfew. But for the first time in a long time since like the 90s, we had a match go past 11, so that was kind of a big piece of history right there. Djokovic plays later today um, at Wimbledon. That should be coming up in about an hour. He also was able to get past a couple of good opponents with ease. Coco Goff on the women's side, she's from the U.S. She is one of the highest-ranked players in the world. She was shocked in the first round and eliminated. So... Overall, Wimbledon's been very interesting this year. They also had, unfortunately, a car crash there yesterday that killed, like, two people. So, rest in peace. We don't want to hear about that. And, you know, yeah, you just hate to hear that. It's very rare that that happens, of course, especially over there when it's such a private ground. But I think it has happened before. Um, So, I guess there's going to be more coming out about that. But... You know, on a more positive note, Alcaraz and Djokovic look to be the two kind of runaway favorites. But this Murray and Poss match has been insane. Yesterday, they played about four sets of it. And then today, they had to resume with that fifth set due to the curfew. So, yeah, that's what's been happening at Wimbledon. Let's move on to the Gold Cup and let's bring in Aiden and Alex here. So, the Gold Cup has reached the quarterfinals on Saturday. Panama takes on Qatar. And Mexico faces Costa Rica. Then on Sunday, Guatemala plays Jamaica. And then the U.S. battles Canada to close it out. Guatemala top group D in a surprise run of form. I want to ask you guys a question, then we'll get to viewing pick of the week. Which team has surprised you the most in the Gold Cup? Uh, certainly, I think uh, Canada, I would maybe say. I know Canada's a team that... Uh, Kind of had some high hopes going in uh, to kind of to the tournament, and uh, 
they kind of let down early in the group play, and then they were just not able to just get ahead over Guatemala, and uh, just kind of surprising. And it's going to be a tough draw for uh, USA as they play on Sunday night. Um, Aiden, what about for yeah. you? Which team surprised you? Uh, the team that surprised me so far is Guatemala. Uh, that's a good one. For me, honestly, it's been Qatar. If you look at Qatar, um, I mean, they were a shocker to to advance to the next round. You know, kind of they hosted the World Cup last year, right? And they didn't do well in the World Cup because they aren't that good. Then they come to the Gold Cup and they lose their first game to Haiti. And everybody thinks that they're out, including me. And then they shock Mexico and San Francisco and get a one nothing win and just sneak past to take on Panama. So I think that that is really impressive stuff from Qatar right there, and has really surprised me that they got through. Um, which matchup are you looking forward to the most, you know, with the matchups that we've named? Is it Mexico or Costa Rica? Is it the classic U.S. and Canada? What, do you, what are you guys looking forward to? I think, that, uh, like you said, Mexico and uh, Costa Rica, that's going to be a great game. Kind of some rivalry there, uh, but also I don't really know if anything really can beat the USA-Canada. It's a rematch to what happened a couple weeks ago, and both teams obviously is a single elimination, so both teams need a win. And USA, they've been not they they played great. They won their uh, their group, but they certainly haven't been current playing the best teams out there, and they haven't been playing their best. So hopefully big uh, players step up in that role and just able to get the victory and we move on to the next round and see who we had to face then and there and beat them, hopefully. Aiden, so what matchup are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking forward to the United States versus Canada match. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I don't know how anybody could go anywhere else besides the U.S. and Canada. Just like Alex was talking about, a rematch of that uh, Nations League final from from uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know. Canada's looking for some revenge, but they don't have their they don't have any of their star players have really underperformed in this tournament, as Alex alluded to earlier in his shocker. So I it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I also do like I, I'm I'm really psyched for uh, Guatemala and Jamaica because I'm curious. Both of these teams have punched way way above their weight class in this tournament. Guatemala has just been unbelievable for a team that's not been in the Gold Cup for a long time. To top their group is amazing, and Jamaica was definitely a tough challenge, and the U.S. was lucky to escape with a draw, you know, against them earlier. And I believe whoever wins the U.S. and Canada game, will face Guatemala or Jamaica, but I could be wrong about that. But I'm, I'm intrigued by that game, but I'm going to have to go with U.S. and Canada for me there, personally. Let's move on. Oh, actually, no, quickly, let's do viewing pick of the week. Aiden, let's start us off. What's your viewing pick of the week? Uh, my viewing pick of the week is um, USA versus Canada. All right. Alex, what's your viewing pick of the week? I actually have two. Um, mine is the Home Run Derby, of course. Mm. That's kind of like a classic, always. But also, this weekend, you're going to see kind of a preview to the All-Star Game itself with the Rays versus Braves. The top two teams in power rankings and whoever wins that series is going to be, obviously, probably the unanimous 
number one team in the power, in all of power rankings and the standings. As the Braves are number one team based off of standings, and Rays are number uh, two based off the standings. Oh wow! Um, for me, my viewing pick of the week is going to be not the home run derby, but the MLB All Star Game. That's going to be Tuesday at eight Eastern on Fox. So that's my viewing pick of the week, the MLB All Star Game, because that. It's going to be good. Speaking of the MLB All-Star Game, let's go to the MLB All-Star Game segment. So the All-Star Game kicks off next week from Seattle. The Home Run Derby starts uh, next week there on Monday, so this week on Monday. Uh, Who do you have winning and taking home the Home Run Derby crown this year? You know, I think they're going to be able to use the home crowd momentum. Julio Rodriguez is going to win. Kind of a lower seed guy that I was kind of surprised he was a lower seed. And I think he's going to be able to use the momentum from the crowd. Like I said, that's his uh, stadium, and he's going to win. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a pretty good pick. Um, I'm going to go with kind of a surprise one. I think, I think Adley Rutschman could take home the Derby. I think mm-hmm. he really could because Adley, he's young. He's... He's got good pop at the plate. I could see I could see him making it pretty far, but I do like the Julio Rodriguez pick. Another one for me is uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, the power is just insane, but he's not – I don't think he's had the best year. Aiden, do you have any player that really stands out that you think might take it home, or do you? Or are you not sure? Um, maybe Mookie Betts. Okay. Yeah, Mookie, Mookie Betts is a good one. Um, okay, so – Here's kind of like the big question, the big question for everybody here to answer. What what player, uh, that's actually a great question. Alex texts in here. That's actually a really good question. Who do you think, that's a great question. Who do you think should be in the home run derby that is not? Ronald Acuna Jr. Alex, who do you think? I, I think there's a lot of people that kind of opted out. Uh, obviously, Shohei, uh, he would not have been able to probably – he probably would not have done it anyway because of his status yeah. uh, with his injury. But uh, Matt Olson, I would say. Matt Olson, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not the biggest Braves guy. People know that. But I got to give it the two Braves right there, Matt Olson and Ronald Acuna Jr., were definitely snubbed. I mean, Acuna has been lights out. Another they- one – Another one that I think would be interesting. Now it wasn't. It wasn't ever going to happen. But this this Ellie De La Cruz guy from uh, Cincinnati is just out of this world. Exciting to watch. They need like a speed competition. Yeah, I mean, Ellie, that would be awesome. Like who can like round the bases the fastest or something like that. Yeah, I say they should do that. Like a relay race. Like a relay. That would be awesome. Though. You know how they have like the uh, NBA like trios, mm-hmm. so like the like the aunt and Kupos normally do it. The holidays normally do it, and yep. then like the home representing team has a trio. They should yep. do that. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be awesome. Um, I'm really I'm on like the LA De La Cruz hype train. Do you know Do you know that guy? Like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, favorite Dude. guy, uh, rapper uh, Jack Harlow. Yeah, I know him. That's his favorite rapper. And uh, him and Jack Harlow were hanging out. So it was kind of funny. Yeah, Ellie, 
He's so exciting to watch, though. I mean, he's electrifying. I don't think he's in the All-Star game, though. No, and he'll also be there for a while. Like, he'll be there for a, a long time and will be uh, be there for uh, maybe, like, if people younger kids watching now, their kids may be watching him still. And just how young he is and good he is, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he is he is here to stay, Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, he's going to be a big name for a long time, I have a feeling. Okay, so let's ask them the ultimate question. What player are you most looking forward to watching over this whole All-Star week and why? Uh, I would say Orlando, Orlando Arcia. Mm. Uh, I think he's going to be great. Uh Kind of getting his kind of first experience in the All-Star. Uh, kind of younger guy like Ella De La Cruz. But he's not that young. Like, he's not as young as him. But he's kind of younger guy. Kind of a surprise standout season. And also, uh, I know I've been saying a lot of brace here. But also Sean Murphy. How just mm-hmm. dominant he was and winning over the catching position. Uh, Will Smith was the second guy. Second leading vote in the... Uh, National League, and he was nowhere near him in the votes. Aiden, who are you looking forward to watching? Um, either Shohei Atani or Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree with that. Shohei, though, I can't tell if he's going to play. I, I think I think he is, but I'm not sure. I think he's just going to do designated hitting because he's not pitching. Yeah. I mean, I'm still looking forward to seeing Shohei. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Um Yes, and I also have to go with Aiden. Ronald Acuna Jr. has been lights out, so I'm excited to see Acuna. I like what he's been doing. Um, let's see here. Oh yeah, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about the rumors intensifying that Shohei is going to be traded? Do you guys buy that? No, kind of like we said last week. I don't really uh, see it at all. Really? No. Now, I I said that last week, and I and I kind of I still agree with that. But the only reason why I might see that happening is he has. I saw something on on a on a show. They said that he has an expiring contract. So the best that they're going to be able to get for him by the time that contract runs out is nothing, because he will just leave in free agency. So personally, if I'm an if I'm the Angels GM, this is this is like the ultimate hot take of the podcast right here. I would actually trade Shohei. I would definitely trade Shohei Otani. And the reason I would do that is because, let's be honest, our team sucks. You guys aren't going to go anywhere. And there's no reason to let him walk in free agency. You should. If I'm the GM, I'm getting all sorts of young talent, all sorts of picks. Because who knows? You may have the next Ellie De La Cruz. You may have the next Juan Soto You know, lurking around. Alex, you have a trade idea. What is that? Uh, well, also you were saying uh, prospects. So uh, I can also see some uh, top name prospects in minor leagues go out. But I was thinking maybe an Orioles situation here. Their ERA is terrible, and they kind of need a uh, better pitcher in that scenario. So maybe Adley Rutschman and uh, Gunnar uh, Henderson for Shohei Atani and. Uh, Maybe throw in a prospect guy. I could see, I could see something like that. Um, 
Because yeah. uh, Angels need a better, uh, like, kind of infield, and they need a better catcher. We ask this every week, and I think I know the answers, but I'm going to tell you a sneaky underrated team is the Braves that he can go to. The Braves are a sneaky team that might get him. Now, I know I ask this question every week, but just rapid fire. Let's start off with Aiden. Aiden, where do you see Shohei going if he's traded? Which team? Um, I see him going to the Atlanta Braves, like you were saying. Uh-huh. Um, but if not, maybe the Dodgers. Alex, where do you see? Mets, Braves, or Athletics. Athletics? Yeah. Wow. Because they're going to get so much more cat uh, space uh, when they move to Las Vegas. And I think it's just mm-hmm. going to be like an instant. They're going to get pick up two guys. One was going to be so and we're gonna have an, another guy. I don't see him. I don't see him being traded to the Athletics, but I see him possibly signing there if they announce that they're moving to Vegas. Like if they keep him and then he walks. Personally, I could really, I could see Shohei with the Braves. I could see him um, with the Dodgers, of course. I don't see him with the Mets. The Mets, I'm not buying. I don't buy the Mets at all. I think that they're really overrated. And yeah, I just I don't I don't buy what the Mets are doing. They're too expensive. They they've got too much payroll. I don't think that they're going to be able to take that on. And nobody's going to want to trade with the Mets anyways because nobody wants to wash Francisco Lindor, who's got like thirty seven million dollars added to your cap. So I just see the Mets out of any race. I would have said that they're in a race, but their players are brought them out of that race. Maybe. I don't see the Yankees, even though the Yankees like to make big signings. I really, honestly, I could see the Red Sox. I know he was kind of complaining about the weather, but the Red Sox have got good prospects. Um, you know, the Red Sox have got good prospects and and all sorts of stuff going over there for them. And, they're, you know, they're a big team. They got the good cap. Uh but I like that Orioles. So, overall, I see probably Braves, Dodgers, or... Uh, Red Sox. That's what I'm thinking. Let's uh, quickly here to just recap. So the All-Star game on Tuesday closes out the week in a star-studded showdown in Seattle. The game starts at 8 Eastern on Fox on Tuesday. So if you guys want to watch the All-Star game, go ahead and watch that. But I like the Home Run Derby personally almost even better. Uh, But yeah. Okay, let's move on. MLS and NBA Summer League. We might sprinkle in some balls there. Uh, let's see. So as the MLS prepares for the arrival of Messi, we're seeing a really interesting trend emerging. I'm going to start off with the MLS segment. Now, there's an interesting trend emerging that I've noticed in the MLS. Have you guys noticed the amount of goals each week scored and how many of them are absolute bangers? It's unbelievable some of the goals that these people are scoring all of a sudden. I know. Um, yeah. Uh, I haven't really mentioned it, but that one uh, Columbus Crew goal from like 50 plus yards out. Yeah. That That's insane. And I'm thinking of the Joseph Martinez goal just a, just a little bit ago. I mean, all of a sudden, we've got like goal of the year, literally goal of the year candidates coming out of the MLS. And I don't know how this is happening. And why this is happening, but ever since the arrival of Messi, I've noticed something. I think at the MLS's level, the the desire to win, the desire to impress, 
has gone way up. The play was way different. We were just at a game a few days ago. The play, right, because I went to the opening game, and then we saw this game. Just how everybody's kind of working around there. You know, there's, there's, there's stuff messy going on over there. And just the players are really – there's a desire to win. There's a real hunger. It used to be in the MLS that players would just kind of – sit around and yawn and retire. I mean, I remember Gonzalo Higuain, a really famous Argentine player, played for Inter-Miami as well. He literally was quoted saying, like, I smoke cigars before games. He doesn't take it seriously. But I think players are taking this league a lot more seriously. So that's the trend emerging. As we prepare for the arrival of Messi on the 21st. So it's been interesting to see, oh, also a good point there from Alex. Alex coming in with good points in the podcast here with the texting. Walker Zimmerman, that's right. Walker Zimmerman is suspended tomorrow night for a red card. Now, I was at the game, and nobody in the game or in the stadium could understand why he was red carded. He also was apparently fined for an undisclosed amount for not getting off the field. I think it was 60K or 150K, something like that. Yeah, in an orderly manner. Do you guys agree with the red card? Because I was watching in the stadium, and everybody was very confused and, like, very mad. You guys, I think maybe – I think at least Alex was watching from home. Did you guys agree with the red card there? No, but both of the yellow cards uh, that, that were drawn – uh, they were kind of questionable, especially the last one. It was kind of just like, yes, he did make contact, kind of put his elbow on him, but he didn't extend it, use any of his body uh, weight to push him, or it just kind of like a slip and fall right when he kind of touched him. So, yeah, it kind of looked like a push, but you pull it down in so much different angles, uh, kind of like what y'all saw and the whole stadium saw. Or at least saw a different thing from the uh, referee, and he saw a right to push right there, but uh, everyone else did not. And it was just kind of a bad call. Uh, referee was right in the wrong spot, but I can see where he was coming from. Not the best call. Um, okay. Well, that's it. Yeah, I, mean, I remember Zimmerman. I don't know if they picked it up on TV, but it was really funny. He took this big lap right in front of all the benches and was like, pumping up the crowd and then he was looking into the camera that's broadcast on like the video board and was like saying stuff into the camera he looked really really mad but that's what they're finding him for do you guys want to move on to the uh summer league wait can i ask something yeah if he would like want to play at uh usa could he do that like or would he still be suspended Does no he's, he's still suspended uh so he couldn't even play like a usa Mm-mm. And, he, and he can't now because they've already They've already called everybody up, so you can't add people unless there's an injury. If that makes sense. So, like, for instance, one of the U.S. Uh, midfielders got injured, so they took Jackson Ewell from San Jose and called him up. But the only way that Zimmerman, I think, could be called up is if um, – uh, I mean, I know for sure the only way that he can be called up is if a player is injured and he takes their place. But I don't think – He's even eligible because of some weird reason, like he like played the last tournament. I don't understand, but I, I don't know how that works. But he's not eligible. Okay. So, yeah, that, that answers your question. Let's let's now move on to the Summer League. You guys can handle most of that segment. And then All we'll right. probably so, have uh, some predictions. 
because I have to go. Summer League. Uh, well, obviously, we see uh, the top three picks kind of here. Victor Wimbiamba, Scoot Henderson, and Brandon Miller. Uh, they're going to make – they're going to be able to play for the NBA uh, no matter what they kind of do here. They're going to be playing for the NBA, potentially starting. But some of the lesser-known players uh, and uh, – Lower drafted guys are gonna have to really fight for their spot, including second year guys and overseas people. Uh, I think uh, the three tournaments, uh, the three tournaments, uh, California Classic, uh, Salt Louis, Salt Lake City League, and then the uh, NBA 2K24 League, uh, they're gonna be showing some great action. Uh, Brandon Miller has not been looking uh, great so far uh, at all. Kind of struggling really early. Uh, and then Wimbiamba, uh, Victor Wimbiamba, is supposedly going to start tonight uh, against the Lakers, I think. I may be wrong on that. Uh, but in the Salt Lake City uh, tournament, uh, the Jazz... Uh, we're able to showcase their three first-round picks that were really outstanding. Taylor Hendricks, Keontae George out of Baylor, and Bryce Sensabaugh um, were really good. The Oklahoma City looked nice and healthy with uh, Chet Holmgren. He looked amazing, picked up some good blocks. And uh, Memphis Grizzlies have looked great. Uh, Kenny Lofton just kind of dominating. And also, uh, 76ers, uh, Jared Springer, Jared Springer got drafted last year, uh, out of Tennessee, just looking awesome. And, uh, all these games are probably are going to be on ESPN, ESPN2, and NBA TV, and they're just playing awesome. Uh, they're just, they're playing awesome, and, uh, if you're a basketball fan, you should really tune in, uh, there's about games every day on YouTube TV or uh, Apple TV. I don't know where you watch it. And That's also ESPN. ESPN, yes. I don't know why I said that. That was like an accidental. Uh, what's it? Accidental uh, plug right there for YouTube TV. But also out of trades. There's been a lot of great trades around here. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. Uh, you can p possibly see them. Uh, also, Memphis Grizzlies have been picking up. Uh, they got three first, uh, second round picks. Uh, and the Grizzlies, uh, will send a second round pick to the Pelicans, uh, for two second round picks. And also, they're going to get Isaiah Todd. Grant Williams is going. Uh, Reggie Bullock is leaving. Grant Williams is making a bank off of that three-way trade with the Celtics, uh, Reggie Bullock, and uh, just picks. A lot of picks are going around. Uh, so nothing too major from draft that we've missed. But anyway, uh, Aiden, you have anything to add? Or Benjamin, you have anything to add? I think i um, interested to see Wimbanyama's debut tonight. I know I'll be... Not the biggest summer league fan, but I'll be definitely tuning in for that. So, uh, Aiden and Benjamin, uh, obviously Victor Wembyamba's uh, 
his uh, presence has been uh, – people have been looking out for him out there. Uh, certainly he's easy to spot out there, easy to spot for Britney Spears. What? Uh, who else would, are your – are y'all trying to look at uh, as far as players like who needs to prove their point and uh, kind of the most and who I, I'm I'm really curious. Uh, well, number one, Brandon Miller disaster apparently there. Uh, yes, eight fouls and seven fouls. Yeah, I mean, I've never been a big Brandon Miller fan. Uh, still not a big Brandon Miller fan, and he's not been good. I player that I'm really interested in is I like a I like Scoot Henderson. I when that guy was drafted, I I was kind of I'm I'm impressed by him. I also like um someone from Belmont was drafted just just over here. So someone from Belmont was drafted. So I'm kind of curious to see those you know those th- some of the some of those players. Scoot Henderson. I forget the guy from Belmont, but I think he went to the Celtics. I mean, it's interesting, but I think the man who needs to make his mark. Is Wimbanyama? I mean, you know, I think he's gonna get the start no matter what. Yeah, well, he'll get the start. I think I, but I think he needs. Not only does he, but he he's gonna get the start. But I think what we need to realize here is we could be watching generational talent in Wimbanyama, or we could just be watching a bus. And I have. Can I make a little bit of a little bit of a hot take and tie this in with something? Yeah. So we've been looking at trades, right? We've been looking at, you know, Chris, the Chris Pauls, you know, the different little trades there. The, you know, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant. But no, nobody I don't think we've quite mentioned is uh, Damian Lillard requesting a leave from Portland. And I have a hot take. If Damian Lillard does indeed leave Portland, I don't know if it's going to be to Miami. Because I think, because I think if Wimbanyama plays well enough in this summer league. So this is why I'm watching. If Wimbanyama plays well enough in this summer league and people are going, oh my goodness, this dude can ball. Like, this is unbelievable. I wonder if Lillard, maybe, just maybe, might go to San Antonio. And the reason I say that is if you think about it, San Antonio owns a lot of picks. They have good, they have an amazing draft capital for Portland to, to choose from. And they possibly have a generational talent but let's say like he's like bricking everything like it's just like this dude is like washed like what is going on because remember in all of his shoot around so far he's looked pretty bad right and whether i don't know if that's just like pressure or like he's like adjusting because like the rims can be a little bit different you know i mean it's dumb excuses but still that stuff can happen but i just wonder do you guys think that damian lillard might go to san antonio yeah, that's a good uh, assumption right there. Uh, obviously, no one knows, and there's been a lot of rumors. Uh, like I said, Celtics was a good idea, uh, but I also can see maybe a three-way trade with Celtics, uh, Celtics, Spurs, and uh, Trailblazers, uh, or maybe even 76ers yeah. maybe if they keep – if they're able to get Harden back uh, and Embiid, maybe see them going there. But anyway, uh, my answer to that question, who kind of stands out or needs to be better, uh, I would say Jordan, uh, Kyle Alexander uh, on the Hawks. Kyle Alexander and uh, – 
and Euros Pospic. Uh, mm. Kyle Alexander, he's been playing overseas. He got his kind of experience in NBA a while ago, uh, but he's just not able to kind of – he hasn't really been able to prove himself, and he's been playing well overseas. Uh, so, anyway, I think the Hounds, they need to do well, and Euros Pospic, uh undrafted, and he's trying to work for his spot on maybe the Hawks roster. Also, someone that's kind of surprising off of Tennessee, I know it's kind of biased, Yeast Ponds. Uh, surprised he was not picked up. He's been playing amazing. Uh, over in France, he was a slam dunk champion, dunked over Victor Wimbiamba. Uh So that was just awesome. What about uh, what about um, Ves- Vescovy's the return to the Vols for like yes. last year, right? Yes. Okay. Man, I mean, I don't know what the Vols – I don't know – I don't know anything Vols basketball without Santiago Vescovi. It feels like he's been there forever. Am I right about that? Like, how long has he been there? Yeah, he's been there. <laughs> Seriously, anytime I think of the Vols, I think of Grant Williams and Vescovi every time. I think he's been there since. Uh, I would like to say since – almost since I've been watching. Probably I think it was like 2019. 2019, right? No, I think it was longer than that. Hey, how about Grant Williams uh, moving? What do you guys think about that as a former ball? Yeah, he's making some uh, a lot of money doing that. Grant Williams, remember? I Yo, Grant Williams is actually crazy underrated. I'm going to tell you why. Remember Grant Williams that first year? And you guys can't deny this because, I mean, I, I know that you know. He was not good his first year in the NBA. But, but. The thing is about Grant Williams, I don't know what that text is. The thing is about Grant Williams is that the second year, he just skyrocketed. Third year, big jump. Fourth year. I mean, really, it's amazing because the first year I was like, uh-oh, this dude is not going to make it in the NBA, right? So I just find this. Okay, so he's been there. Okay, I see. Yeah, but I just, I just I find Grant Williams... I mean that guy's a that guy's a monster. That's a good solid pickup for any team. First year though was a disaster. Do you guys agree with me though that like his like uh, no no me all Tennessee fans and Celtics knew the same exact thing that he was going to be good and they stuck with him. Just prove him right and prove him wrong and he proved the Celtics right and he is awesome. He's going to be making great buck. Obviously. Grizzlies fans hate Mavericks, but I will love Brent Williams and Luka Doncic. They, I agree. You're right. The Celtics always knew that they had something there in Grant Williams, even when some out of the outsiders didn't believe in it. So, I agree. Gamble well paid off. Grant Williams, congrats on a big pay grade, big payday right there. Yeah, I mean, seriously, really underrated pickup, really good solid player. He'll fight. He'll give you the good minutes. I like Grant Williams and what he's doing. Let's can we move on to statements now? Yeah. Okay, let's move on to statements. Do you want me to kick it off? Mm-hmm. Okay. Apple juice is the best type of fruit juice. Yes or no? I agree. I would have to say it apple juice is the most consistent. Sometimes I've had some great grape juice and that's better than apple juice, but I think that's a great uh, take that apple juice is usually better. Okay. All right. Aiden, what's your pick? 
Okay, so I have two just in case. I don't know if we've said this before or as a statement. I don't know if you said it, Benjamin, but mm-hmm. or Alex, I don't know. But uh, my first one is pineapple belongs on pizza. Yeah. I think someone said that, but I don't know. But either way. I have uh, another one. Just the case. answer is yes. Like, I don't understand people's massive issue with that. Do I like it a lot? No, but the answer is yes. What are your thoughts, Alex? Do what? What are Do your you thoughts? Pineapple. I think it depends uh, what you get. I think if you get a Hawaiian pizza, it it belongs to pizza. But if you just have like a Supreme pizza and you're just putting pineapples on there, that's just like. Yeah, I agree. That's messed up. Yeah. And then my second statement, just in case we've already said that before, is vanilla ice cream is the best flavor of ice cream. Absolutely not. Uh, cookies and cream. No, mint chocolate chip. Oh, yeah. Mint chocolate chip and cookies and cream. I don't know. People got issues with mint chocolate chip, though, and cookies and cream. I don't know what people's issues are with Those two are the best. Mint chocolate chip and cookies and cream are the two best. See, I agree with Alex on that. And that's so basic. Like vanilla ice cream, like it's a good complimentary. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, like you can put a lot more stuff on it, like chocolate syrup, sprinkles. You can do a lot of stuff with it. He brings up a good point. You can do a lot with it. Like sprinkles taste like nothing. You could put sprinkles on whatever you want. They're air. If you want another statement, sprinkles don't really taste that good by by themselves. It just tastes a little weird. I don't know if it's just really small, but it they don't have a flavor. Yes, they, they do. Kind of do. No, they don't. I don't know. Hold on, time out. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. The thing is, 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 is as a flavor, is vanilla the best? No, but you can. Aiden is right. You can do a lot with it. You can pair it with pie, cake. You can put stuff on it. Like that's cool. But is it still the best? No, it's mint chocolate chip or cookies and cream. Could you eat cookies and could you eat cookies and cream with a brownie? Yes. Could you yes. eat cookies and cream with Oreos? Yes. Yes. You could eat in anything you want, Aiden. Same thing with chocolate. Same thing with strawberry. Yeah, mint chocolate chip you can't pair extremely well necessarily. No. I mean, you can kind of rock with it. Maybe I don't know. I, but I still like mint chocolate chip the best. All right, let's move. Should we move on to predictions? Or wait, no. Has Alex had us? No. Okay, Alex, go ahead. Shooting off fireworks are better than trick-or-treating. What was that? Fi- uh, shooting fireworks are better than trick-or-treating. Okay, well, I've never shot a firework before. Yeah, like, not, not like shotting fire- shooting fireworks, but like watching fireworks on oh. like 4th of July. Oh, a thousand percent, yes. A thousand percent. I'd say that now, but if you were asking me like, when I was littler, when I was actually trick-or-treating, I'd probably say trick-or-treating. Because I just like eating candy a lot. But. That's a good point. But, but yeah, I like fireworks. Aiden's right. I, I, exactly, I echo what Aiden says. All right, let's move on to predictions. Okay, so who's our winner? Uh, Aiden uh, just dominated again. Woo! Uh, I never And then I got second, and Benjamin by a landslide was in third wait a second i need i want to make an announcement i want to make an announcement really quick i think if i'm if i'm thinking right here we'll probably have about one more cycle of predictions until football season for these next predictions like i'll be somewhat serious like i'll do what i've been doing this whole time 
But when football season comes, people, I am going to be super serious. There's no more like, oh, little Cinderella story, little, you know, oh, oh, oh. No, I'm going to be super serious. Like, I am not letting Aiden win again or Alex. I will win. Mark my words. I guarantee you I will win during football season. Well, actually, There's uh, I don't like to kind of bring Benjamin up like this, but to be uh, fair, uh, we were uh, Benjamin wasn't first to begin the podcast for a while, and that was during football season. And as soon as it kind of went to basketball season, he just like see, see, he's right because he knows that I take football seriously, and I want to open this up. I'll, hold on, I'll, let me say this: I want to open this up with a controversial but big prediction. All of my predictions and to kick off the football season starts with the UVA Hoos taking down the Vols. Day one, week one, let's get it. The Virginia Cavaliers take down the Volunteers at Nissan, and I'm going to be there to watch it. I just, 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 I sense it. It's coming. But actually, Joe Milton's got a cannon of an arm. I've been, I've actually kind of bought into some of that hype on Twitter. Hey, Manning. Crazy. Player of the year. If you uh, the uh, the quarterback that wins the votes in the Peyton Manning camp out of the last ten year uh, five years, mm-hmm. they've won the Heisman or been picked to go to the Heisman every year. And uh, Joe Milton, Joe Milton won the vote. Yeah, he was the number one. Yeah. Did, dude, Joe Milton's deep ball though is effortless. Now, on a, on a serious note, like I don't know what he's going to be like in a game, but his deep ball is crazy. Yeah, you don't know what he'll be in a game because you don't watch. No, I watch. I he's just he's very he's very average to me in game. I mean, like trust me, I like I've I want him to succeed, but he's just very average. Is Virginia ranked? No, but I'm watching Michigan. It's Virginia is not ranked. Exactly. That's why it's an Clemson, upset. Clemson was a top-ranked team. I have to go to New York City. You know, you know, he, had, he, had, he had like two years to get his act together at Michigan, and he couldn't do it. So then he went to the Vols. He had a whole year, and let's be honest. I hate to say it, but he got beat out by Hendon Hooker, who you guys love so much. So don't get me wrong. Joe Milton's but got a cannon of an Milton arm. Hooker was able to use his veteran presence on Joe Milton. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, is maybe he'll be better this year. But from yes, what I've seen, he's not good. Let's move on to predictions here, though, because I have to go soon. Let's move on to predictions. Hey, I'm though super excited for football season. Like I'm going to be super serious. And remember, my Nebraska prediction is still there. Nebraska, you know, being ranked by the end of the year in the Big Ten championship. I still got that going strong. All right, let's go. Let's go. Um, Wall should be scary. Okay, let's go. Though, move on to predictions. It's going to be soccer because it's like the only thing that's really on because of all-star weeks and stuff. So let's start off with the Gold Cup. We got Panama and Qatar, a new cycle of predictions to kick us off. Panama and Qatar, who do you have winning that? I got Panama. Panama. Panama as well. Mexico and Costa Rica, who do you have? I got Mexico. Mexico. Mexico as well. Okay, Guatemala and Jamaica. Who do you have? I got Jamaica. So, these pronunciations are Jamaican me crazy with Guatemala is going to win. I agree with that. I got Guatemala. I'm kind of afraid to pick against Aiden, even though I'm the one that knows the soccer. Because for some reason, 
his predictions always end up right, but I'm still going to go Guatemala. I just don't see them losing. Let's go USA and Canada. How about that one? I got USA. USA. USA as well. Let's move on to the MLS here. New York City FC against the Columbus Crew. Who do you have? I got the Columbus Crew. Uh, I'm going with Columbus Crew. Yeah, I got Columbus Crew. Too much at home. New York City uh, has struggled this year. Inter Miami and DC United. Who do you got? I got DC United. I have DC United. Uh, DC United, yeah, I like them bouncing back after a tough loss last week. Uh, let's go um, Montreal Impact uh, against Atlanta United. Who do you have? I got Montreal Impact. Atlanta United. Yeah, I got Atlanta United. Man, I think I agree with Alex on every pick here. But, yes, I got to go with Atlanta United too much at home for Montreal. Sporting Kansas City and Houston Dynamo. Well, didn't you pick uh, Guitar? Uh, I picked Panama. Okay, then we were, we're we're perfect so far. Yeah, we're we're seven for seven. Okay, Sporting I, Kansas City and Houston Dynamo. I got Houston Dynamo. Houston Dynamo. Yeah, I've also got Houston Dynamo. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia Union against the LA Galaxy. I got the LA Galaxy. Philadelphia Union. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with Alex. I got the LA Galaxy. You know what? You gonna disagree with me? You're gonna have to wager six points, oh. three to three. Okay, I'll do that. And you want to wager three? Yeah. I'll definitely do that. Kick us off our first wager. Let's go Nashville SC against Chicago Fire. I got Nashville SC. Nashville SC. Yeah, Nashville SC. It's going to be close. I'm actually really predicting a draw on that one, but I'm going to still go with NSC because of that um yeah well thanks for watching there's there's our thoughts in this week of sports so any final thoughts you guys uh my name is alex thank you guys for watching if any questions comments and concerns please email us at tlead5588 at gmail.com we appreciate y'all appreciate all y'all watching if y'all have any uh ideas or kind of want us to be short in podcasts or just any ideas what we can do uh just please Email us or put it in the uh, comment section. Yeah, and for those of you who comment, get new mics. Yes, that'll eventually happen. Just be patient, okay? So don't comment that. We understand. If you want us to do that, how about you like the video where we're able to get more views and... And afford better mics. And afford better mics. So definitely like the video. Listen on Spotify. We'll be probably releasing some YouTube shorts of some of these segments. So if you're watching the YouTube shorts, maybe we should put this in the shorts. If you're watching the YouTube shorts, head on over to the In the Press Box podcast on YouTube or Spotify. Listen, it's where you get your podcast. And just just listen to a little bit of the episode and just leave a comment of what you think. Good, bad, in between. Just leave a comment. That way we know what to, what to do better or what to kind of draw back on. So if you're watching one of these YouTube shorts... Go watch the podcast, episode 33. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Go boss.